<clears throat> so we ain't gonna have no stupid ass conversations about. He's still about a said. He's still a god. He's Same. going. To, we don't need to talk about him right now because he's going to get featured on the show later. All right. Thank you, Drew. Fuck. Now let me listen to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> oh shit, yo! We are here with another episode of Diapers and Haircuts. I want to say this is 17, 18, 19, 20. I don't know. We've been episodes. doing this shit a lot this year, right? We've been yeah. consistent with it. We've been knocking it out the park. We got the three amigos here plus one. Actually, we got a special guest with us, man. So I'm gonna hold off on a special guest. We're gonna introduce you in just a second. But say what's up to the people, Drew. What's going on, everybody? You know, it's your uh, favorite craft beer connoisseur, Mister. I drink all types of beers, Mr. Uh, Homebrewer Extraordinaire. Not extraordinaire, I'm still a novice, but I'm getting good. I'm getting consistent. But yeah, it's me, it is I. Hello. And you hear the man that made the beat on the background. Say what's up to the people, Marcel. Yeah, what's happening? Um, speaking of novices, um, I just left the tender box and somebody put me back in my novice stage. But it felt good. Oh, it shit. It felt really good. Sound like um, he gut checked you. Mm-mm. No, not a gut check. Just open my eyes to something a little bit more. Um, that's why you see two different bags right oh, now. Third eye opening up yeah. for the cigars. Yeah. I tell y'all about that, Lopez. For the what, Lopez? For the c- c- cigars? Cigars? That's okay, gotcha. that's. It. Are we talking to Los or are we talking to Hold on. Big Los? Who who are we talking to right now? I am your boy Los, aka <laughs> Mr. Crop Circle himself, aka the fat nigga that love food, aka E40 is still God. Fuck yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. Halt. I almost <laughs> I almost ended the song off that shit. Like seriously. Like if it was up, I'd have stopped the song. And we got like I said, we got a plus one in the building with us today, this evening. Thank you for being here with us on this episode of DNH Podcast. Say what is up to the people, Derek. Yo, yo, this is Derek. I don't have no AKAs or real. You got, you got talking to my real talent there you or go, whatever. There you go. So there you go. that's all you guys. I got all you, the talent. You, no, no, no. You know what your talent is for today? Oh shit! Keep your mouth in that mic, brother. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute. Whoa, pause. <laughs> take it how you want to take it. <laughs> Can we say pause? Can no. you still say pause? Snarf. No, you can't. Make a pause. You gotta say snarf. You gotta snarf, say snarf. 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 Oh. Right, we will say snarf whenever that happens. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my Derek. man got his own ad lib day one. How about day that? Day one, good. You know what? Shout out, ad lib God. <laughs> so, so, so Derek, tell the people where you're from, a little bit about yourself, or something like that. We oh can go man, come on. Well, I'm from Suitland, Maryland, of course. I've uh, been here yeah, most of my life, and I've known Drew ever since I was a freshman in high school. So he's brought me along as his little brother, and you know, did, our relationship is mutual through Devin. So, um, but I'm, I'm thankful for him and all all of you. And Devin's been previously on the show before. Yeah, he um, was on here last season. We yeah. made we made yeah. Devin cry. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That it, did happen. That yeah. was a that was a deep episode right yeah. there. Yeah, that was a deep episode. It was the Kobe Bryant passing episode. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um. But yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. I've been knowing Derek pretty much half all my life and all that stuff, and seeing him growing up to be. You know, a young punk that I wanted to beat the shit out of. To Drew, let's be honest, you can't fight. I almost fucked him up one day. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he did, man. Legit. I was, I was a little pissed in high school. First yeah. off, you what just admitted that, like, not nah, for real. Why this would you is admit, this is a true story. It's, I don't you give a damn some, if it's true or not. Some. Your brother but left you me live. on stump, but you I don't tell the, the whole the story. Oh man! But uh, <laughs> let's just say this: if 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 my if the house catch on fire. 
And Devin had to put it out. Devin probably hesitated, like, oh, my gosh, what should I do? You know what? I'll just go to the gas station. Might call 911. Might get some barbecue chips. Who knows? Might get some. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but anyways, um, wow. extremely <laughs> proud yeah. of seeing, you know, where Derek has, has grown and how he's flourishing in his life. Dog owner as well. Awesome. You know, he has a two-year-old bully, like, bully breed pit. Okay. Same, same color as Diamond, though. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. But he whines like a little bitch, though. He does. What? He, he's a whiner. Yeah, that shit. Are you talking about Derek or the dog? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> hey, man, this is... All right, so this is going to be a very fun episode. Um, no doubt. Um, we got a lot to talk about. We do. Right? We do. We got, you know, gender equalities when it comes to sports. Yep. And then we have... We got a very good black history fact for you guys. And then uh, we're, we'll, let's just jump right into it. We actually haven't done like a legit sports recap this year. Okay. We've talked about some sports, certain things with sports or certain. Yeah, but we we haven't yeah. really had nothing real heavy like yeah. a, a actual sports talk. So let's do it. Well, let's do this by getting to know Derek first. Derek, what's your football team? Washington football team, the team with no name. You know, I'm glad you said the Washington football team instead of that other name. Uh, Basketball team. Celtics. Ass. Uh, Baseball team. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. What the blasphemy you just said out your mouth, bro? Celtics is ass. Um, And then from there, you said said Washington Nationals, right? Hold on. What's wrong with the Celtics? They're they're going down the line. Let's keep going down the line, man. I'll help you. It's going to be a very long show if you don't go. (laughs) Nationals. Nationals. Any other weird sports or anything like that? Weird sports. You like drones? Drone racing? Drone racing? What the fuck is that? What? It's a thing. thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. thing. Yes. Yes. How yeah. how dare you not know what drone racing is? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry. You ever seen a little RC races? Yeah, I've seen Them those before. Yeah. I have I have one. It is a it is a complete passion of mine. Oh, I have electric. Man. My shit goes about seventy miles an hour. I might have to probably get, buy Legit. one off of Amazon or some shit. But like, do you uh buy any other weird sports or anything like that that you're into? Like, I mean, I that's cheer. not of the norm of the big four. Well, I cheer for the home team regardless. WNBA, soccer, it doesn't matter. Gotcha. You know? So why don't you cheer for the Wizards? I mean, I root for them. That's I, a very I, good I, question. I, we're right? a Celtics fan, no, so I accept you. No, but, but, the, just, but the thing is, I, I, I would sh- Well, I shit, would Lose, why don't you root for them, motherfucker? <laughs> they too inconsistent for me, bro. You're right. I can't. Hey, I, I, hey, I'm in the same boat. Like, I like the Wizards, but too inconsistent. Mm. You, you know, when I've Gilbert Arenas bought fan. the gun to the locker room, oh. is when I kind of changed the channel for bang, bang. the bosses. <laughs> when they had the big three, Karan, Antoine, and Gilbert. Wait, they that's were, not a big three, bro. I mean, well, they it was, were... It's three players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for his time, though, like... Nah, yeah, Gil, was, Gil nah. was definitely top five point guard at that time. Man. Anyways. Hold on. Um, who was the point guard at him, that time? I'll Wait give him top ten Did at you that get, time. Dwayne Wade was a point guard at that time, right? Was he? No. I don't know. I think, no, I think he was I a pure uh, Tony Parker? Guard. You have Tony. Tony yeah. Parker. Parker. Yeah. Derek uh, Fisher. Steve Nash. Fisher. Yeah. Was Derek Fisher, fuck your wife, Fisher? Shout out to Matt Barnes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was—that's yeah. a hell of a story there. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't want to dive deep into no, that one. Please no. don't. Um, I like to move past that because yeah. Jason Barnes, Kidd was he was he top? Jason Kidd was a pop, was was a top yeah. point guard. Yeah, he was. I think that's when he was. But he was with the Suns though at that time, right? Well, New Jersey Nets. Probably, I think it's New Jersey Nets. No, but he so he didn't he change to another team like halfway. I through? don't know. He was he was. 
he was that. a hot potato at yeah. that point. Yeah. Because I think he, he went to Dallas at one point. He started in Dallas. Was I think he yeah. went back. Was Gilbert Arenas in the league with um, White Chocolate in uh, Sacramento? I have no idea. Oh, yes. White Chocolate. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was in the league at that time. The more and more people I'm naming and I'm thinking about, <clears throat> I don't think. Garibaldi Arenas oh, is top okay, five. Agent zero. Top no, that's top. That's, I said, that's why I said ten. That's why I said ten. I give yeah. you top ten. I give well, you top okay, 10. maybe in the East, top five. No, he, he was dropping. He no, was dropping big numbers at no, that point. No, he was. Still, he was no. Like, he still was top legit, ten. A point guard in he the was. league. That was right. Great but but like but in the East though, I I still don't. I still don't. Think. That was that was when I, mean, I actually paid attention. They to were sports. playing LeBron and the Cavaliers. They like couldn't get every past fucking them. year in yeah. the playoffs, and they would get fucking skunked. I mean, but it is yeah. what it is. Shoot them up, no matter what. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what we got for basketball. You want to touch deep on basketball? Yeah, man. So I'm a little bit upset, LeBron James, because my Lakers <laughs> lost. They got bumped out by the Suns, LeBron which, which a team we historically beat on the regular. You know, when my guy, the Mamba, was living. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Um, this yeah. year, y'all had a lot of injuries. We did. Right? We so did, for sure. y'all had um, Anthony Davis was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. LeBron, LeBron was, was out. out. Yeah. I it, mean. Anthony Davis only played half the season, 36 games. Something like that, yeah. LeBron, I think he played 27. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so you know, and, and it's one of those things. Also, if you look at, go over to the East, like the Miami Heat, they got bumped out first round as well, too. So, there's no rematch of. Or any repeat um, going to the finals this year, you know. And for me, you know, I, I posted a meme today of like uh, of an angelic Kobe Bryant saying, "Take take them fucking jerseys off." <laughs> like LeBron James, I I hope I hope you have nightmares of Kobe Bryant. Why? I hope he haunts you in your sleep really? tonight. Why? I, mean, I don't Cause, think it's cause his of fault. That? Though. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think it's his fault though. No, I don't give a fuck. I think LeBron is at a space right now with the team is where he's trying to control too much. But that's wherever he goes, though. That is wherever he goes. Well, can people say that the same thing about Jordan? I mean, I'm a, I would, no. I'm a huge Jordan no, fan. Because no, you can't when say that Jordan, about Jordan. When Jordan um, would like sit out or was out or something like that, the Chicago Bulls was still in the conversation of making it to the playoffs. Maybe yeah. not necessarily winning the championship, yeah. but you still had Scottie Pippen, mm-hmm. you, know, all the, you know, those other players around him that were legit. Because Jordan and, and LeBron fans are always at odds, like no matter the subject. And so the fans are like blood versus Crips, you know. They complain oh, yeah. about what Jordan did in the 90s and how much control he had in the NBA, you know. You know what? They they complain about a lot of things that was going on or that, that is going on now mm-hmm. versus the 90s anyway. Like, you know how they be like, oh, when, when let's say LeBron get fouled right now, right? Back then, they'll look at they'll look at it from back then and be like, man, back then, if you know somebody got fouled like that, man, they just shake that shit off. They don't they don't bitch about it. They don't cry about it and shit like that. So, Max. but no, I, I I do get you on that statement. Like that whole '90s and and versus now shit, man. That that right there alone is a is is something to really think about. I don't know. But it, like, if you look at the NBA now versus back then, like whoever the star player is. Or say like let's call it the top five star players in the league right now, yeah. right? So let's say Jimmy Butler is, is a prime example of what LeBron. These players being able to move anywhere they want and have mm-hmm. almost control of the team of where they want to go and yeah, who, basically like forcing, who they who they want around them. Yeah, forcing them. Jimmy Butler's on that level. Yeah. Look at how, how many times he's bounced around just trying to be like opportunistic to get to a team that's going to win. Okay. 
Okay, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? Because he was with, with the Bulls. But they, he doesn't. I don't feel like Jimmy Butler has that control power that LeBron has. No, you're right. You get what but, I'm saying? But also, but he's able to, his individual player, like, status yeah. of, of him as a player, yeah. he can move around to any team. Right. Because remember, he was supposed to go to the 76ers. And mm-hmm. he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to Miami. And yeah. then, boom, he's in the fucking finals. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, what he, the fuck? He did one season in Philly, right? No. He did. He didn't do a season in Philly. No, I don't think. I don't think he did. We got to fact I'll, check it. Let's I'll fact check, check it, this. But. Keep the conversation going. But, uh, yeah, but you're right, though. Some of these superstars, uh, they tend to force themselves out of the franchise they're with. And mm. they have these preferred destinations. Basically, like what you see on 2K, you well, know. no, you see Kevin Durant do it. Yeah. Right? Correction. Forced himself he, he, out of Oklahoma Jim. and went to, you know, go to State. No, I don't think he uh, – he went through free agency. Go ahead. He didn't Drew, trade. Drew got the uh, fact check. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler did play for the 76ers. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Okay. But, yeah. Um, it, like Durant, you know, and then not even that. Look at um, James Harden. Yeah. James Harden ate let, his way out of Houston. Let me let me, <laughs> ask, let me ask y'all a question. Is just, it just me or he gained a bunch of weight? Hey, man, I, I think more. he – Go ahead, Marcel. So, one of the best players that ever did it, of course, is Kobe Bryant, right? Probably, Absolutely. probably. Uh, I'm, I'm still having that debate with myself, Joby. Uh, what is jo- Jordan, Kobe? But you can't debate that. I don't know. Anyway, with that being said, right? Put him in LeBron's position right now, and he walked off like that. How would you feel? But I feel like Kobe, Kobe did walk off a court, and and if he didn't, Kobe is a Kobe is the most sim, is the most closest thing to Jordan mm-hmm. as an asshole mentality towards teammates. I give you that, I you know what I mean. That. So it, it wasn't a, it wasn't even a matter of walking off. It's like even if he did walk off, he was the first person in the locker room, and you had to explain yourself when you come into the locker room. So I got a question though. <laughs> I don't see Kobe walking off the court with five minutes of forty four seconds left. No. For the simple fact that that last five minutes of forty four seconds, he's out. I've watched Kobe drop forty points yeah. in that matter of five minutes yeah. of forty four seconds in life seconds. and in video game. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of garbage time, right? But but, yeah, but like, that, that still doesn't answer my question though. How would that make you feel as a leader? Don't walk off the court of your team. Um, I don't want to see your back walking off the court. It shows sore loser mentality, basically. If the scenario is like this is the last year of his contract, he's facing free agency. Yeah, he, he fuck this team. I'm out. You know what I mean? And, really? And, and I, 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 I no, I, see I get that. that. But get as like a that. as an opposite team owner that be could be interested in you with a you know young team around us, I don't want my. Uh, spend millions of dollars on a leader that's going to turn it back no. on the team. Walking wait back a minute, up wait a minute. No. I, I got, I got something good. So that last day at your job, mm. you ain't just walking your, you ain't just doing like you know what? Fuck this shit. Every day I ever had a every every day, I've had a last day at my job. <laughs> I never left early. I yeah. mean, for sure. And but with with what I'm saying is like to your point, you said that as an owner. They be licking their fucking chops like, oh, he really wants out. I could probably get him for damn near nothing. That, yeah, that you is get a way them, to but you're getting them for the wrong reason, right? I should, you should be wanting to get him. It, are they really though? You, you yes, because they're gonna, they want him to put a face, fans, and stands, people in the stands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're born to get LeBron. 
No, you want LeBron as a leader to lead this young team to get them to the next level of I the see playoff. What you're saying. I see what playoff you're aspects. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't want that yeah. that leader to be prima donna, walk off the court, shut down on the team, that kind of thing. But I see, don't want my leader but, of my locker room but to that's, be that. That's your that's your humanity aspect, which is not bad. Which is you know, that that's amazing because I feel like owners do need that. Yeah. But when it comes to that bottom dollar, that's what they want. I will say this, and then I'll let you go, Derek. Um, just taking LeBron and this example, this, if you were the owner, you were the Miami Heat. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because he was younger in his career, and he was still all about basketball. Right. This time and point in his life, it ain't all about basketball. That's true. It's not, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. for that, the LeBron that you're getting now, you're getting LeBron the brand. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting LeBron, okay. LeBron James just a player. That make a lot of brand. sense actually. Yeah. So for that, it's like you know, I I gotta accept it all, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, it is what it is. So you'll Damn, pay a hundred million. Hell of a way to you'll think pay a hundred million dollars for a team for a team leader to walk off on the court. On you. If my team hasn't made the playoffs in ten years, <laughs> and I have. I have some dogs on my team, but we just need that one thing to hone them in. And then also, me looking at the bottom line, concession sales are down, beer sales are down. Oh, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, need, I need a fucking draw, all right? Okay. <laughs> Bring that brand over here, my guy. Really? Yeah. But me, I'm a Celtics fan, right? We just got, oh. Derek's also a Celtics fan. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I mean, the... He he has a good point. LeBron is a brand, but he's not the only one that does that. I think Kyrie has did it uh, a few weeks ago. Kyrie did. He walked off the court. Walked off the court. I well, think I, so. I don't, know, I don't know if he, he walked off. You the know court, when teams get blown out, you know the, the they get upset. They get upset. And like, no, 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 no. They don't get upset. They get in their feelings. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they, and they and they you know hit the showers early. You know, he, and Kyrie's a prima donna. Yeah. Even when we had him, I was excited when we traded for him. Yeah, I was too. And you know, and y'all I don't so quick to let him the fuck go. How, how because how, how because he didn't gel with the locker room well. If you listen to conversations with like uh, Jalen Brown and like uh, Jason Tatum when they were doing interviews while we had um, Kyrie Irving and um, uh, Hayward, right? We had both of them, mm-hmm. and everybody said like when Kyrie went down. The team kind of flourished together. And then when Kyrie came back, Kyrie dominated the ball. And therefore, that's not Celtics basketball. It was too much ISO. So yeah. Let, let me ask y'all a question as Celtics fans. Are, do y'all feel that same way now about Kimba? Are you ready to run him out of town? Kimba no. is inconsistent. You know, he'll give you 25 every nine games probably. But <laughs> this was this, this is the same Kimba that was in Charlotte. I still take Kimba before I take Kyrie. Yeah, because the thing is you don't want to poison your roster with one person. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, um, let me let me go ahead and go over these uh, 2021 playoff standings right now. And then from there, we can jump over to another sport and see what it is that, that y'all want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Utah has advanced 4-1 to over the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Mavericks has leaded um, – has no, they're still in their series with uh, the Clippers, 3-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portland has lost their series to the Denver Nuggets, 4-2. The uh, Lakers lost to, to the Phoenix Suns, four to two. Say it again. Four to two. Say it one more time. Or if you want to switch it around, and say two to four, which is twenty four. Kobe Bryant. Damn, I ain't mm. thinking that. Good point. Mm. I've, wow. Aren't you the conspiracy theorist? I've, I've been seeing 
all of this shit. For conspiracy theories and stuff like that? No, just saying. <laughs> just in any way, shape, form, and fashion for it to go back to Kobe Bryant, I know about it. Uh, Anyways, okay. um, <laughs> the 76ers dogged the shit out of the uh, Washington Wizards 4-1. Uh, to one. The, the East is kind of bad. Like, just looking at these... Um, um, series. The, the East teams either they're really really good, yeah, or they're really really like they're mediocre. mediocre. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah. Atlanta beat the dog shit out of the New York Knicks four to one. Milwaukee sweep the Miami Heat four to nothing. Yeah, and uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, stomped the shit out of the Boston Celtics four to one. Facts. So. Um, so when when we talking about Milwaukee, I take that hit. I know what he said. I'm, I'm gonna let it slide. But um, <laughs> I was we, consistent with everything. I want to see Milwaukee and I want to see uh, Brooklyn in the in a Eastern Conference. Final. In the Eastern in Conference, some, yeah. Okay, I want to see that. Okay. I'll give you that. That's the matchup for the next round, right? No, um, I it is see Giannis. I want to see Giannis. actually. It is. It is. It is the matchup for the next I'm gonna round. Watch good, this good. One. This, one, yeah. this one might be a yeah, good I, matchup, yeah, right? Because yeah, you got Katie like on one side and you got Giannis on the other. You like the Bucks? I do. Yeah, that's my dad's favorite team. But I, 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 I didn't say it was my favorite team. Yeah, uh, but I do like the Bucks though. Oh, Fear I was about deer. to say, if you're not from Milwaukee and you didn't grow up in the '70s, not many people gonna pick Milwaukee Bucks as a team. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so going from there, so that's our current thing with the NBA Finals. We also have football coming up. Mm. Yes, you know. So around the table, I myself, America's team, Cowboys. Uh, my arch nemesis right across from me, the Washington football team. Team with no name. The uh, reigning, defending Super Bowl champions whom my team has to face can I get game the, one. Marcel, when you listen to this, can I get the, it's the champions here beat when he says that, please? The champ is here. As I was saying, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then Marcel, the Oakland Raiders. No, no, no. My arch nemesis and rival. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Sorry. It's it's habit, bro. It's habit. It is. It is. We got to bet on black. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so what are you guys going around the table real quick? What are you guys, what are you expecting from your team? All right. Can I go first? Go ahead. Go first. I'm expecting to lose. Really? Lose. Where's the confidence? Y'all picked up another speed guy, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I personally see y'all pulling out an even eight and eight record. You can't run fast on sand, baby. I'm just saying. It ain't going to work out. Hold on. What's saying? AstroTurf? Uh, no, I'm just saying in general. Just oh, I'm just talking okay, about Las Vegas. Uh, man. I, don't, I don't like the switch. I don't like the move. I don't like it either yeah, because I, it's it's not traditional. I love it. I feel like I, I Vegas. Can't. I feel like Vegas because of all the sports betting that goes on shouldn't have an NFL team. Exactly. A sports team. Period. Because of all the betting that goes on in Vegas. In I do revenue. not disagree. I do not disagree. I feel. I just feel like it'll. It will. Do you think Chucky will throw a game over a bet? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> or he hasn't I thrown feel, I feel as though it will be kind of how um, when Dallas built the new stadium and now it's a whole... It's a whole thing now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? that stadium's fucking dope, dude. No, no, I, I, both stadium? of ours, both no, no, of ours. It's, yeah. and, and it's but, and it's great. It's great. I I like it. I love it. I feel like it's definitely going to put people in the stands, but also I. For the wrong reasons, I feel like games will be either won or lost. I feel like now, definitely, there will be a lot of games thrown across the board on all NFL teams. Well, they, I was coming off on I was coming off like the mob last year when it came to sports betting on NFL teams. <laughs> yeah, I personally bet on Tampa Bay for like 
what seven out of eight, seven out of sixteen weeks that we had, yeah. seventeen yeah. weeks that we had. And <laughs> breaking it in, yo, breaking it in. Money was nice, hey, bro. Hey, I ain't mad at you, bro. Shit, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. I at you. I knew what games to stay away from. You stay away from the first Kansas City game, but yeah. then the Super Bowl, yeah. I made a bet on. Yeah, and I told you how the Super Bowl is going to play out too. I didn't um, disagree. My team. <laughs> I was glad it turned out the way it did. Glad I, because I knew it was going to. Turn it was, out. It when was, was a, the last time? You know? It was a lot of dick sucking for Kansas City. Ooh. That is true. Well, also, that is true. Marcel, your team has to face them twice a year. So, and, and every good. time, yeah. good luck, good luck, my guy. <laughs> and every time you're right. Tony Romo, he's a homosexual. You know, Tony he's Romo a, he's a, is he's up a, there. He's a patch, Patrick Mahomes. Like, oh, he's just amazed by everything he does. All right, like, Derek, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> oh. Los, how would you like to uh, talk about your team? Go ahead. Usually you save the best for last, but I'll go. I'll go, Drew. No, nah, because this motherfucker just pissed me off. <laughs> you, um, I like you Tony Romo. You didn't see his face? I love Tony Romo. Go, my go team, <laughs> my team, you know, is the defending NFL uh, champions, if y'all haven't heard that yet so far. Um, good news is about my squad, we brought all starters back once again for a second year. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust this year again. I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust. Why not? This is Tom Brady. They they have all of it is literally the Patriots 2.0. <laughs> like all 22 starters. So this is even like Shaq Barrett. These are, you know, the guys on JPP the other side of the on yeah. the ball, you know what I mean? Everybody, all the starters. All scared. starters is back. I don't think they lost nobody, you're correct. No, so, they did, they they, they did not. They, they did, did not. They probably they, got and better. And then we went yeah. out and drafted yeah. more you yeah. know, to protect Tom Brady, we actually focused on mm-hmm. offensive line, which was yeah. actually pretty awesome, and I was like, and I was happy about that. So, um, so I'm at a I'm at a term of a Super Bowl or bust. Okay, all right. And uh, on top of that, the NFC South is kind of wide open for you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you don't, you don't got Drew Brees no more. Oh yeah, we broke. We I think we broke Drew Brees' ribs. Somebody broke their his yeah. ribs. But I mean, he's, he's he retired. Wasn't, he wasn't throwing the ball yeah. well at all. And that playoff game, you watched. He the wasn't game, throwing yeah. the ball what? Well at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he was throwing it from That's, like. He had his shoulders on a ninety degree angle. It was horrible, oh. and it was like it was like lobbing in the air. It was yeah. it was easy pickings for us in the playoff. Go back and watch the playoff game. But for that, you know, like you you have a uh, Sam Darnold in, in Carolina. Sam Darnold in Carolina. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Then you got the Saints. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston or uh, Taysom Hill is going to start. Nobody knows what's going to happen with that. I think that. Winston should get that job. They're going to give it to Taysom. Taysom's going to get it. They gave him all that money. If Taysom wasn't going to get it, he he would. He uh, Jameis would have played in the playoff when Drew Brees went down for sure. But then, uh, um, we saw how that happened. Matty Ice. Then then yeah. Then you got the Falcons. Matty Ice. His name is not that no more. He needs to retire. He's Mister. <laughs> he he blows too many games. Let's yeah. just let's call him the game blower. Yeah. How about that? I mean Super Bowl. He went from Matty Ice to the game blower. Yeah. How about that? Derek, Washington football team. What are you expecting? Well, um, the defense will keep us in games. The defense will win us games. Um, yeah, yeah, I like the upgrade at the uh, quarterback position in Fitz Magic. If the defense can 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 win most of the game, that'll be it. Take a little bit of pressure off of him from making errors. Now he'll give you four hundred yards a game, maybe yeah. a touchdown or two. It's gonna but be three can, picks with it. Oh come on! <laughs> so coming off of Fitzpatrick, we've had him in Tampa, right? Yeah. And he has he one thing that he does. He will come out with magic, and he will win you the first five or six games. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and if your defense can't hold up on the second uh-huh. half of the season, 
your season will plummet just like ours. And we have a good defensive coordinator in Jack Del Rio. We have one of the best lines in the game. We drafted a young linebacker out of Kentucky, Jamin Davis. Oh, my God. And we have Cole Holcomb, and then we have, I think we still got Bostic. Um, And then Cam Curl, Landon Collins. I'm not going to go through the whole depth chart, but I'm optimistic, you know. I'm not going to say our record or if we're going to win the NFC East, but I'm real optimistic. I can say that. Do you think that you'll at least make the wild card? I would say yes. Okay. Because the thing is, Giants, Danny, Daniel Jones, he's – I'm not too sold on him yet. Jalen Hurts, this would be his first year as a full starter. Mm. Um, and then we have the Cowboys. So I think you guys tread will, lightly, motherfucker. No, 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 no. no. I'm, listen to they me. They coming I off think, of a broken leg, sir. That's true. But I, I, I still think Dallas will uh, maybe go eleven and five, win the division, and we right behind them in the wild card. My boy. And My, the thing, I knew I loved you for a reason. No, no, yeah. no I'm just hey, speaking. Facts. I got twenty dollars. Put you out tonight. I got twenty dollars <laughs> to say y'all, y'all barely go eight and eight. Anyways, Ooh. I'm not. I'm not. Damn. Damn. Let me let me say this. Let me say this. Hey, he said let there was no this. fear. Let me say this. I like Tony Romo. He because he keeps games exciting. As a commentator and as a player, he keeps games exciting. Yeah, I don't care. Of the fumble debacle. I laughed for I mean, weeks I don't, after I don't, that. I don't, I don't care if he wins the game or lose the game. He's a, he was an exciting that entire time of Tony Romo's career. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were shit. And <laughs> at least never, we, at and least never, made fumble on a field goal. But I'm here, just saying. Wait, here's the thing about it: they never made primetime TV during that time. We were always primetime TV. So as I'm about to go with my Dallas Cowboys, um. I'm, I am optimistic about the season. I don't know. I think that our division is wide open to win. We could definitely win it because the Giants are too inconsistent. We don't know what kind of team they are. Saquon Barkley has never played a full season. Mm-hmm. So Really? Yeah. It is true. And with that. I'm just putting Washington, two and two together. Yeah, Washington is pretty much in the same boat, though. Too. And, yeah, I mean, they, they, they got you guys got running back issues all the time because, like, y'all should have kept Adrian Peterson and y'all let him go. Well, Antonio and then, Gibson gave us seven uh, seven hundred piece. So yeah, then you got um, Darius guys who got cut. You know what I mean, and all all that shit. But it is what it is. And then with the Eagles, new head coach, new team. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. there's there's always big expectations for a brand new football team with a brand new head coach, new system, and all that stuff. But there's not really that much expectation either, as well. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's not like they're gonna go out the gate and get the Super Bowl. Like you with the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, <laughs> Thank you, sir. No, like honestly, you you have to sit here and be real with yourself. Like that shit was not supposed to happen, but it did. If it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. No, know? no, you, stop being fucking. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny though? <laughs> Anyways, I, th- I think Washington was the best competition I had in the playoffs. Bullshit, we dogged them. All right, so by getting, how many points? Getting back to me. So you're you're okay. You're okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drew. <laughs> So with this, um, our division's wide open. And between who? Between all of the teams in the fucking NFC East. The NFC East is the worst division in the fucking league. I don't know. NFC South is there too. But go ahead. Yeah, but like we no, the the winning team was like what, barely five hundred last, last year? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like we we are we are the worst. So it's like it's anybody's taken but like we have the best chance because we do have our starting quarterback because last year our starting quarterback went down with a horrific leg injury it was nice. i still think it's going to be you know, between dallas and washington and from there he's he should be back he should be healthy they did draft uh o-line they definitely draft defense as well too 
Well, so, both fucking time. I was mad well, when he got Parsons. Well, yes, because um, Sean Lee finally fucking retired. So now we have a legit linebacker, linebacking core. There's no, 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 no holes in it whatsoever. I'm talking about both fucking time of uh, dropping the offensive line. Like, we've, y'all been screaming for offensive line for a nice little bit now. And it Not took your quarterback really. to the, break his the, leg? The fucking uh, Great Wall of Dallas has always been there. It's just that we've been, the Great Wall of Dallas has been fucking injured all, all last year. And then Travis Frederick, he Frederick, he went down with like some weird fucking um, nerve disease, and oh, now cool. and then he, he had to fucking retire. Okay, which really? nobody nobody saw coming. You know what I mean? Um, almost to the point where like if he got back on the field, he'd die. And Shit. then, yeah, but y'all were asking for there. death for a while though. I could have sworn. Yeah, but like, like after w- the- once once when we got it, the starters start started getting hurt. Then you had to put the rookies in, which they didn't really fully fucking develop. Mm, okay. You know, so it's, it's that like, makes sense. Yeah, what the fuck can you do? Yeah, what can you do? Um, but yeah, so we'll see. Um, and then we'll just go with it from there. So week one, it's the matchup of the year. I don't like that because our quarterback just came off a, a horrific leg injury, and he it just f- first came back, and then from there. If y'all made the, the league MVP quarterback run around for his fucking life in the Super Bowl, <laughs> what's gonna happen to mine? <laughs> So hold on, Tampa Bay, Dallas first week, right? First week, oh wow, we gotta move on. What what, what else we got? Who else? But then we got the Washington football team in DC. I'm trying to get tickets for on November 17th. So make sure you got your money ready for you. All right. What's what's the next? We'll go. We'll go together. So (laughs) what's another sport you guys want to talk about? Um, I I haven't. Well, there was an incident with the um, ice skates, the um, uh, female ice figure skater. Uh, does a backflip that was actually banned in the 70s mm-hmm. and the ban was placed on because everybody that tried to commit this uh. backflip either got hurt got injured and was not able to do it mm-hmm. was she wrong by doing this backflip hell in competition no. because nobody else was able to do it hell no well if you can if you perfected the craft and doing it she then, did it well what's the problem yeah i uh. understand it comes with risk but if you perfected that craft and practice and practice and put in the effort in landing this, then why, well, you know, why? It's the severity. Of, sorry. It's, no, no, no. It, it's, ahead, the, it's the severity of the risk of injury. That's true. With this, you know what I mean? If, Understand. If somebody me, cracked their fucking skull on the fucking ice. Let me say this. You know let what I mean? This. So how do you think they got the X Games? Mm. By people cracking their neck? I mean... Breaking ain't bones. I'm not necessarily saying that. But figure skating. But people took big ass risk in the X Games. I mean, before the X Games started. And then they moved to X Games. That was going to be my next thing. Should a move like the backflip be banned? No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, I, I I feel as though it's this, right? So, if you want to try it and you can do it safely... I feel like it it should it shouldn't be banned. That's my point exactly. I you know, because so. I mean, because if one person can do it, that doesn't mean that everybody can't do it. You know, just because she can do it. So like, how do you, I, I how feel do you like more it? people can do it if they try to do it so, and do it safely? So I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Go ahead. So how do you protect your investments if you know everybody that's attempting this move are either getting hurt, injured, that kind of thing? Well, first off, we need to figure out what is the ratio of people getting hurt. 
The only there was only one other person that has done this move in competition and since 1979 and completed it, and then people after attempted I know, this move. I know, but uh, but, but, um, but I'm hurt. saying we we got to figure out how many of these couple people weeks tried ago, this. Couple weeks ago, well, maybe about a month. I guess it's about a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, the the backflip was performed mm-hmm. in competition. In competition, although after it was, it was already banned, after it was already oh, that's banned, their fault. Whose fault is it? That's that, that's the person. Did did they? Okay, first off. Did they know that that move was banned since the 70s? That's a good point. Because my Very thing is, point. if if it was already banned in the 70s and they didn't know it and they attempted this, like, I can't get mad at that person. But also, I can be mad at that person's coach because obviously they have nailed this plenty of times mm-hmm. outside of competition. Absolutely. Right? Because you're not going to bring your A game to competition to do a B move. And if the skating people feel like, you know... If they're confident in doing yeah. it, I'm pretty sure it can be done. Or if you feel like you you still want to uphold that ban, then make sure everybody knows everybody this before knows. each competition you held. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's a matter in, in just like boxing. Every, before every match, the referee says, hey, no below the belt, no headbutting, no biting, et cetera, et cetera. So. I get headbutting and biting and below the belt being illegal moves, right? Correct. Um, yeah. Because yeah, that's you get kind a, of you get an unfair advantage. Yeah. But what if a referee comes to you and says, no straight on uppercuts? That move is bad, but you still decide to throw it, and it's your knockout punch. That's a little Who is extreme. at fault at that point, right? Even though maybe everybody else couldn't complete that move, mm-hmm. but if you're able to do it and nobody gets hurt in the competition from doing it, is that then a still disqualifiable offense? Does that make sense? If you agree to the terms, then yes. But then, in the same regard, what my thing said, is a yeah, yeah. issue of safety. So just going from ice skating to boxing, right? Mm-hmm. In ice skating, someone who is probably, let's say, for example, 5'5", five, five, has a better radius of completing a backflip versus someone who is 6'2", six, 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. But you know this going into the sport. I cannot. True, but what I'm saying is it's, <laughs> you're going into the dangers of it, right? So yeah. like uh, someone who's 5'5", five, five, their motion their motion of getting their legs around to actually land their skates is probably a higher probability versus someone who's like 6'6", who has longer legs. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I see what you're saying, but I don't know, bro. And and, and, I, and I'll say this, right? So look at Chris Brown. Like, how tall is he? And he, he's... I, I feel like more tall people are doing better... T- oh, okay. More people that are tall, right? Are better tumblers than people that are short. So no, but no, no, no. The, I, the, I, I see it. I, no. I mean, okay. So when you watch I, when you watch gymnastics and stuff like that, all of those girls are like five, five, yeah, five, they, six, they're, five, they're seven. Five, I mean, eight. but that doesn't mean that a person maybe a little taller or maybe six foot can't do the same things. But it, I, what, I feel like it depends on how limber you are as well. Like, your your example don't doesn't really resonate because Chris Brown never done it on ice. You know what I mean? Like he's No, not on but land. but 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 we're talking but we're talking about, you know, height versus height when it comes to right. somebody doing a backflip on ice. I mean, but how many tall skaters are there as well too? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that. Well, exactly. But, so <laughs> again, so I think all right. So if you know that you have height limabilities or height 
you know, capabilities because of your height. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're more susceptible of doing a spin or twist or a flip because you're shorter, I feel like you should take advantage of it. Whereas a taller person could have more ability of gliding across the ice with precision and be able to stretch their legs out longer because they're taller. You can use that to your advantage because you're taller in a sense. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So I mm-hmm. feel like that should have been more of a case instead of completely banning the move. Because the move is just a I feel like it's just a it's a backflip. It's a backflip. She lands on one skate. She's able to complete it without breaking her ankle. Congratulations to you, ma'am. You know what I mean? But if there is a move where like it's like maybe uh having a special thing on their blade you know, maybe the blade is few centimeters wider so they can land easier or something like that. That should be banned, right? Everybody should have the same regulation as far as like clothing, same uh, ice skates, regulation on, um, you know, outfits and things like that, yeah. rather than what you do on the ice. Now, if you decide to go out there and try a, a try an attempt of a trick and then you end up snapping your neck, bro, that's on you. You should have practiced your stuff before you yeah. came out okay. here on the, so, on the, so hold on the ice. Hold on. So with that, right? Yeah. You also have to think about the insurance policies of the actual program. Com- completely agree with that. And they've probably said enough niggas unsnapped their goddamn necks and potentially died. Yeah. I'm tired of paying for fucking funerals. Don't do this shit no more. Okay. But but if they but if they're already if they're already practicing it, you know what I mean? And they and they bring it out like I get what you're saying as, as far as safety, yeah. but they're already practicing it. Like if they come out there and they did it in in the competition, that's because they practiced it a few hundred times. It's just this time, and they got this shit and wrong. You can slip, and that's like so. Say for this person, if the move is banned, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, the regulation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you did it. You landed it. Good for you. You'll get all the but kudos you and, and accolades. Yes, you're you dis- disqual- you're disqualified. And I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah, of yeah. course, because the move is banned. Yeah. The and move then, is banned. There's then, nothing you can... And then if, if you're not even disqualified, I'll, I'll go lighter. That entire run that you just did... You got to do it over. ...is not judged. Really? Okay. Not judged. Okay, I'll give you that But too. everybody know who won the competition well, by I, seeing you do this move. But, but, but everybody the, knows move that the move is banned. banned. Okay, how about this? I don't know how these competition works or whatever. How about every participant or whatever have a consent form and they sign this form and says hey we are not reliable for any injuries or worse that happens i'm almost positive the olympics does that already so why why can't they do that i mean but again like he said if the move is banned the move is banned you can't show it on tv yeah and then in in this day and age cell phones are a thing you know what i mean like so yeah. yeah, TV ain't gonna matter. That shit gonna get out somehow, but that's move yeah. forward though. World's, <laughs> so, like, World's yeah. it, oh, no, it, it reminds me of the Owen Hart thing, you know. Oh, I, oh, we already talked about that. Yeah, we talked that's about that. That's a touchy that, subject, bro. but let's yeah. get into a black history fact. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Black history fact of the week. Let's go. What's up, family? This is your boy, Los, coming at you with another Black History Fact for the week. This wrestler name rings bells throughout the wrestling entertainment universe. 
Ronald Simmons was born May 15, 1958 in Perry, Georgia. Simmons first started his career in football after being considered one of the best nose guards in college football playing with Florida State. He was then drafted in the sixth round to the Cleveland Browns, winning countless awards in college football. Ronald is best known for his wrestling work. He worked with ECW, WWE, and WCW, there becoming the first African American to win the World Heavyweight Championship. All of Ron's accomplishment is too long to list for this segment. I encourage you, the DNH family, to do your research. Thank you, Ron Simmons. That's your Black History Fact for the week. Peace. Los, we got to get it together next time on this um, Black History Fact, right? What you mean? We got to get it together, man. We got we to gotta get something shorter, man. That was kind of long. Man. <laughs> man, this man accolades is tremendous, right? Yeah, he um, was ninth in Heisman voting. He, The list goes on. Tag team champion. list we, goes we on. We've been going for hours. He was the leader of the nation of domination until The Rock came along. Mm. Damn. Uh, Acolytes Protection Agency, APA. APA, yeah. Yeah, that was my shit right there, Joe. He went by the name Doom. That was mm-hmm. that was the stint of his career. Also known formally as Farouk. Yep. Oh shit, go. yo. <laughs> yeah, I used to so much, choose Joe. him on a whoop SmackDown game was that. His finishing move was the Dominator. I oh yeah, yep. Dominator yeah. was the move. Yeah. Alright. Well, um, now we got the uh best worst verse. Go ahead, Drew. Correct best, me. Best verse best worst. worst verse. Best verse, best worst verse. Worst verse. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so we have, I stand on that. We got T.I., Jordan Lucas. Go, go ahead and say his name. Let's go ahead. E-40 Water. <sighs> hey. So who y'all got? I'm not going to play the whole song, of course. That's cool. Who want to go first? Hey. Drew? Hey. All right. Worst verse. T.I. Really? What? <laughs> oh, my God. T.I. is the worst verse. Why do you stand on that? Because this verse was short. You like what I did there? It was rather <laughs> boring. Rather. Really? Like, this song, you said before the mic went hot that this is probably one of the hardest songs for us to do. I stand on that, I guess. <laughs> um, Jordan Lucas came out the gate hot. Fire. Yeah, he did. For this to be E-40's song, he maintained it through. So, like, his placement of his verse was perfect. Okay. I felt like T.I. was a little bit lackluster trying to bring it home. Really? Yeah. Um, now, don't get me wrong. He spit some lines in there, but it's just, like, me being as hyped as from Jordan Lucas to the flowing to the end yeah my adrenaline went down you know it didn't either stay linear or go all the way up i don't disagree with anything you're saying um now mind you i don't like e40 but i will say that e40's flow fits this beat and i said that at the beginning of last week's show you did that his flow has has to fit fit a beat and this beat is perfect for him It, Mm -hmm. it, it works you know um i don't choose him to be the best verse because he was like running with his words. 
Yeah. And it was to a point where it's like, you know. He had to play catch up a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, not even that, like just, I guess my comprehension skills, I I had to catch up with him. And, <laughs> you know, the, the whole fast rap thing, sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's just not. Because if there's so much, like this beat is a little busy. And it is. for his flow to be that fast, it's the beat kind of like makes you lose his words. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so for that, I will say that Jordan Lucas is the best verse. Really? Out the gate, hot. All and right. I mean, dropping dimes, Kobe reference, even said... Um, oh, I was wondering if you was going to catch the Kobe yep, reference in yep. there. He <laughs> says, um, one more like one more over Jordan like Kobe. Mama yep. mentality joint. I was um, like, I wonder if Drew, Drew He even that. said something about being... Uh, uh, ain't felt this sick since COVID. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, damn, bro. I'm like, Jordan's bringing the heat. Yep. So Jordan for always me, bringing the heat, bro. So in, in order, best verse, worst verse. Uh, best verse, Joyner. Uh, of course, in the middle, it would be E40, and then yeah. worst verse would be TI. So literally in the sequence of how the song is played. In the sequence played. of the song is played. Wow. I'll let him go. I, you know me. I always <laughs> got to go last. Well, I'm going to uh, partially agree with what Drew said. Except for worse, I would give it to E40 because Jeez. he's trying to match this fast rap that we have now. You know what I'm saying? I understand the game. And not everybody can do that. Ex- true. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I understand the rap game has came a long way. Mm-hmm. But why not be yourself? Because, you know, West Coast rap, that's my shit, you know? Do you listen to E40? His old shit, yes. Okay. But you know, it's too many these the older older rappers trying to. I, I like pick I like where you go. I like pick up this new just and 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 that's I think that's the way of selling records or drawing just, a younger crowd. Wait a minute, Carlos, like, <laughs> you, you look like you get ready to I spawn think, a volcano I out think, of one of them circles, man. I think just... that's their way of drawing a younger crowd by trying to fit in with this new flow. You know, mm-hmm. Joiner, uh, like Drew said, which is my best. Um, this is him. This is his type of song. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? You telling me you both are agreeing that Jordan Lucas got the best verse? Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is his yes. type. This is okay. like this is like his type of song, you know. And and it's not like he's biting somebody else's flow or yeah. or just That's saying him. off the wall shit. This yeah. is just him. Are yeah. you saying E Forty is biting off of somebody else's flow on this song? No. Does no, this no. sound like a traditional E Forty? E Forty has rap fast. Finish your finish. Your, I don't know. This finish is, this what is, you're this saying. This is not so. him, man. This right, is not him. You. All right, go ahead. Just think about just think about these older rappers that come out with these new albums. They either trying to grab a lot of them do it hot the hottest rappers or they trying to grab the the the, the, hottest the, beat. the, the modern the hottest beat or the modern flow. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to be. Be yourself. Be the traditional you, whatever. And Ti, you got a point. You got a point. And then Ti, you know he's. I didn't. His music nowadays is is just stick to features. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> he just featured on this joint. Though. Yeah, but yeah, he he's his like you said. His verse was just it was just like a that's gonna, a, that's, a graph. That's, how that's you know you start off high and then, yeah. 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 It's a tough but, pill to swallow right there. I'm boy, sorry. But, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Marcel. No, no, no. I Marcel, got to go, last. go. I have to go last. Go, Marcel. Please. All right, so first off, join it first. All right, there's no question. All right. I'll Wait, tell you why. You said join is the best verse. Yes, join okay. is the best verse, and I'll tell you why. So first off, like Drew said, straight out the gate. I mean, he's on fire. He's on fire. You know, that NBA Jam shit? Yeah. yeah. Everybody know that shit, right? Okay. 
So with that being said, number one, Joyner Lucas is um, so lyrical. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. It's like what I don't care what he's on, who he's rapping with. His his lyrics, let alone his flow, is is always going to outshine someone else. There's only one other person I can think of that can hold their own lyrically with him, and it's not Andre Three Thousand. You, you and it's not Eminem. Who? Oh, Logic. You're saying Logic is more yes. no, no, no. more lyrical said, than Eminem and, and Andre Three Thousand? That's not, that's not what, what I said. said. That's not what I said. I, I thought he was gonna go. I said can hold his own against Joyner Lucas when it comes to being lyrical. So you're like, saying Eminem and Andre Three Thousand cannot hold their own with Joyner Lucas on the track? Not not in that type of flow. No, not at all. But let me let me move on. Let me move on. So now my second. I have to go with Drew on this. It's E40. Y'all saying not 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 worst verse, not worst verse. He's in the middle, and the reason why he's in the middle because yes, this beat is very very busy. Something that the Bay Area can get down to, right? That's number one, and then number two with the with the way of his voice and 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 his cadence, how his cadence is. Now I gotta agree with Derek when it comes to. Um, the older generation of rappers trying to pull together what they can to try to, um, you know, find that, put that old flow into the new range. But it's it's hard to do. No, you got to. No, it is. It is. It is. It's very hard because everybody is starting to sound like the Migos now. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And you can't deny it. That's why you side like that, because you got to really look and you got to think about that. No, I don't. Everybody is trying. Look, Devin the Dude came out with a new album, and one of their artists tried to do that whole flow. I did not like it. I liked the album, but I did not like that flow. It happens. So who has the worst verse? T.I. And T.I. has the worst verse. Now, this is, and, and we talked about this before, too. I think on, we did the song Monster. Um, and you know how uh, Kanye came in on the on the the banging part of the beat where everything drops and it comes in and does this and does that. Usually they do that in the studio when the verse is not that good. Or what if it matches the beat change? No, they make the beat change behind that. I do it all the time. Well, I used to do it all the time. When 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 I was when I was making beats, the beat is fully all the way through, right? And then what happens is one artist will get on it, they'll mix it, and then the second artist will get on there, they'll mix the beat how they want it to be. And then when the third artist gets on there, depending on their level of lyricism or their flow or their cadence or whatever it is, they may have to dial it down a notch mm-hmm. or they may have to make the beat jump at you. So it seems like what they're saying is jumping at you. Artist example is Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. He's like that because the thing is, it could be a totally normal song, and then Travis and then Scott gets adds on, this darkness to to make it sound exactly, better. Because uh, it for, tricks your brain. Exactly, like the mm-hmm. song he did with Drake a few years ago called Company. Mm-hmm. You know, Drake. Drake had the better verse. Ex- Drake had the better verse, mm-hmm. but he ca- Drake came out just just casual, mm-hmm. and then all you hear is this 
ghetto, a new ambiance, exactly, a whole, a whole, like a haunted a attic music, and yeah. then this darkness. It made it sound better than what it exactly. actually was. Exactly, so, and that's what made the song what it is. All right, so let's get back to this song. I agree. Y'all can agree. I, I like the fact that y'all can agree on this. Mm-hmm. But um, are you finished, myself? Yeah, go ahead. That's why I said I wanted to go last. I, I I had to break it down. I'm starting to I'm I'm really believing that you guys are not listening to the same music that I'm listening to. I don't. You're probably right. Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Okay. So y'all was talking about cadences and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I like to base my uh, my best verse or worst verse based off of what the person is saying in the song. Right. Outside of the line, he Jordan Lucas. Started off hot, right? Mm-hmm. My float, I haven't felt this sick since COVID, right? That's a nice bar. Mm-hmm. Then his follow-up, then the next best the bar he ended it with is, I have twins and I just want them both mm-hmm. as a bar. He, he, he drops a Kobe line in the middle that's like, you know, got a mentality like Mumba. All right, I give you that. I give you a half a bar on that one. But as far as like collectively the entire verse together for Jonah Lucas, he mm-hmm. did set the tone for the song absolutely 100%. But I'm sorry, Jonah Lucas, you got the worst verse for me in this song. <laughs> the worst verse. Uh, right? The reason being is because when E40 gets on, he tells you on how to buy property. He explains to you on how to, um, how to move, how to take care of family, how to, how to grow up the kids and stuff like that. And, and that you have some people on your team that still sell drugs, that's still on the other side of the tracks, but you still know where home is, right? That's one of the realest verses ever. Now, you say E-40 um, is trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you will, by speeding up his cadence on songs. E-40 has been spitting fast for a very long time. Um, uh, on a lot of his songs, he spits a fast verse. It's, it's And you say you listen to West Coast rap, and I don't believe you. After making that statement, it's not that he's <laughs> spitting fast; it's the cadence on how he spits with his, you know. You with the get lost. You if you're not, you got to listen to him with complete clear of mind because mm-hmm. you have to catch his verbiage mm-hmm. when he's speaking. Mm-hmm. That's the only drawback for E40 and why a lot of people can't get down with him is because the verbiage that he used when he's, you know, when he's rapping. Right? So he'll say a word like gatro. Uh, right, we don't have gatros over here. That's a he's referring that, to a cell phone. But but right? for me, so for that me, would that, lose East Coast people. That so basically, don't know what you're that saying is it's not how you say it; it's what you're saying. What you're talking about? What, why make a song if you're not talking about anything? I mean, that's true. No, right? I'm and I don't disagree with that. But I mean, I'm putting everything together collectively. Go. I would I would strongly suggest if you, when you listen to the song. Make sure you're not doing anything, right? And actually focus on the the verbiage and the speaking of him him saying, right? And then the reason why T.I. does not get the last verse is because T.I. gives you a list of codes to live by at the end of his verse. Mm-hmm. Jonah Lucas doesn't really do that. Jonah right? Lucas isn't, isn't that kind of the, person. Though, the only, he does. He, he spits a little bit of code in the beginning where he says, I'd rather be... Um, Carry by, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. I stand on that. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into his next code, his next code, his next code. T.I. literally gives you eight codes to live your life by. And y'all probably missed that. At the end of his verse. Didn't miss it. 
at the end of his verse, and that's why T.I. does not get the worst verse in this song at all. I mean, but drastically, but not drastically speaking, like, no, you were actually right. I was just feeding you bullshit when it when it came to you saying that this is probably one of the hardest verses to do. Uh, uh, one of the hardest songs to do. It's it, it really is. But at the end of the day, for me, that's my list. And that's why I did it that way. Phenomenal so, phenomenal three verses from all three rappers, right? But amongst the three, T.I. and E-40, because they're older, they've been in the game, they're, they're speaking to what I want to aspire to be. Jordan Lucas is speaking to what things that... It, you know, I've already kind of done and, and shit like that, right? Because he's at a younger age bracket, younger age group, right? Mm-hmm. So E40 and TI are speaking to me rules of the game that we need to stay focused on in our, in our future. And that's why I consider the verses to be that way. Jordan Lucas comes out fire, spitting hard on cadence, talking real heavy shit. E40 and TI is telling you the other side of the shit. About life, family, business, um, standing on your word, being about chores and stuff like that. Well, so maybe that's, that's why I'm maybe that's that the 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 maybe we didn't look at it like well, some of myself didn't look at it like that because you know he's speaking to a younger generation. Then you have Ti and E40 speaking to from experience. You know exactly. Saying? Drew, what would you grade say? I mean, I've actually like I said, I listen to the song a lot today. And I've heard absolutely everything, read lyrics, all that jazz. Like, once again, you are right. This is the hardest song to listen to. But, like, you know, it's cool and all, like, with E-40 and T.I. spitting game. But for you to say T.I. versus Jordan Lucas, only thing that you really got from T.I. was his legit key key points that he stand on at mm-hmm. the end versus his entire body of the verse. You get what I'm saying? Compared to Jordan Lucas, where it's from top to bottom. Yeah. Because he was spitting one-liners that, that he stands on, but then also the entire body of the rap was straight fire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for you to just only resonate to the points with of T.I. Yeah, the points is the of reason why T.I. is the worst verse. Because it wasn't the entire verse yeah. that, that that you were banging with. You okay. see what I'm saying? Right. And granted, I, I agree with that. Granted, there's, there's key points that you can take out of everybody's stuff. I, I'm not taking that away from you. Like, mm-hmm. you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. And they're all valuable. But once again, when it comes to like best verse, it's the verse. Yeah, not I, just yeah. I, I look you know, at huh? it at a different at that similar degree as well. Like you, you can't just look at exactly what they're saying all the time. You know, you got to look at how they say it. Yeah, you got to look at the cadence that they say it on. You got, you know, and, it's 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 a lot to it for and, for me. And also, like you, y'all know this about me with music. I have to resonate with the beat first. And it's not one of the beats that you're no, going to go with. I hate this fucking beat. Is it too busy? I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. It's too busy for you? Drew it's too likes, busy. Drew oh, too likes busy. more along, you like more the 808s kind of 808s, heavy bass. hard yeah. bass lines and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's not what you're going to get from a West Coast sound yeah. or uh, this type of beat. So. You know, it's a fucking flute being the main fucking instrument yeah. in this bitch. That's and I thought bad. that was the hottest part about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like shit and, like but, that. And actually on the video, they have the person playing the damn flute on the joint. Oh, that's dope. And I thought that was clean as shit. That's I dope. Just, I didn't know they had it. I haven't yeah, seen the video. Yeah, they got a music video. But with, with that said- I've been like, listening to this for about said, two months now. For that, you know, flute dominating, just that and the third, and then like E-40 <laughs> just being, <laughs> being linear and his voice just being yeah. just monotone and just spitting the same thing. Like, I could not, like, I legit could not connect to it. And I, I, for the sake of you, I legit tried to go into this thing 
Unbiased. No worries. I got you. I appreciate that. <laughs> also, um, I want to give this request out to you guys that's listening to this show. If you agree with any of us in here at the DNH Island, myself, Marcel, Drew, or Derek, please definitely jump in and um, we're going to post a vote on all social media platforms so that way you can give us your viewpoints on how you feel about this song. Word. This has been your best first, worst, verse. You know, we never I stand made, on that. We, we never <laughs> made a, a something... Uh, Ad lib after that. True. Oh, yeah, we so. can try to figure something we out. Got, we get that. I stand yeah. on that. But until then, <laughs> l- let's go ahead and uh, revive our life and go on and get us some vibe. You know go on and get you some vibe. Go on and get you some vibe. And then All we right. and then we stand on that. True. Y'all gonna be staying that forever, bro. Damn. I stand on that. Must be time for the beer and cigar of the week. But before we do, how about you revive your life? A super supplement that's been around since the dawn of time that's been reimagined for your modern lifestyle. That powerful antioxidant found in the skin of grapes is resveratrol. What is resveratrol? Have you ever heard it to be said that drinking red wine is actually healthy for you? Instead of having to drink 100 bottles of wine just to get enough resveratrol in your system, Vive has concentrated into a nice, easy, alcohol-free capsule for you. And it helps with inflammation too. Combined with 100% pure CBD, Vive has all the ingredients to help you live a lifestyle primed for health, wellness, and longevity. Hey, Big Los, give the people the website and also the code. What up, DNH family? Go to takevibe.com. That's take B-Y-V. And in the promo code, type in DNHpod15 for 15% off your next purchase. Takevibe.com. And we gone and got us some vibe and we stood on that and said, damn. So. <laughs> I like what you did there, sir. <laughs> with, with that, <laughs> on to our beer and cigar of the week. So, Derek, um, I don't know if you actually really, you know, religiously listen to us, but this is a run-in segment that we do for the show mm-hmm. where we do reviews on craft beer and cigars. Mm-hmm. So, um, I normally ask the gents um, which... Uh, which one do they want to do first, beer or cigar? But since you're the guest, you you can choose. Do you want to do beer or cigar? Let's start off cigar first. Okay, cigar. So um, the cigar that Marcel is passing you is the, is the cigar that we're going to be doing. Um, what you have in front of you is going to be the Davidoff Master Blend uh, selection. Cool. Um, what we also do is uh, we give definitions as well. So I'll let Marcel go ahead and give his definition. Oh, damn. Put me right on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. So Marcel just sat back and passed around the cigar, man. I'm smelling it. I'm, I'm looking at it. It looks... I don't know, man. I, I see you guys shaking your heads, but I don't know if I'm feeling the same way about the way how it smells. And It smells kind of basic to me it's, as we pass it around. It's seven blends. Okay. So, I mean, it's a lot to take in when you smell this cigar. Okay. Um, It might be too complex for me, but we'll see. We'll smoke it later. Oh, it's see definitely complex. Um, Okay. So, my definition for this cigar is stack. Um, stack is the ash that remains at the end of the cigar while still burning, right? 
rather than falling off, which is something that we all like to do, right? Well, maybe me and Drew, I don't know about y'all. But um, stack is a desirable um, aspect that improves the smoking temperature of the cigar. And it also indicates a quality made cigar, which this cigar is $35 a stick, right? Okay. So this is quality, and if this bitch don't stack, I'm taking it back. Ooh, well you you can't take it back if it's I'm, lit. I'm but taking no. that bitch back. But I, <laughs> Dr. Seuss. So as as we move on to Drew's definition, I want to throw in my little two cents here. This is Drew? how I always smoke my cigars, right? It, it just seemed to taste better by not ashing the cigars. Is that weird? Like I no. thought I was weird by doing it, but apparently y'all do it too. So. Well, honestly, it's kind I, of a thing. Yeah, it, it's I didn't a know thing. it was a thing. Yeah. Well, it's I a thing. I thought it was me just being lazy and loving the taste on with the ash being on the back end of it. Well, see, here's the thing. I wasn't paying attention to the taste. I did it for style, but now I know there's actually a reason why. Yeah, yeah. You know? Also, some people get very uh, flamboyant with how long they can let the ash sit. On, on <laughs> yeah, it's a little game to me. It's a little game. Let's see yeah, how long. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, little nigga. Let's see what you can do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so with this said, um, these cigars, like I actually haven't. Oop, shit, almost fumbled. Um, I actually never smoked one of these, but. Um, my old manager stand by these. Like, yeah. he has a very extensive cigar uh, collection, collection, and he has about twenty of these, and he will always reach for these first. Really, I never like he has like three hundred cigars, and I never see him reach for anything else. He would always pawn something else off on me, and while he pulls out a fucking another David off, I'm like, you bitch. I hate when people do that, man. That's, Give me what you get. That's <laughs> funny, but um, <laughs> with that, so uh, David Off's master blend. Um, is his uh, the master blender, forgive me, uh, Eliado Diaz has spent many years seeking the best tobaccos of the world has to offer in order to create his memorable memorable blends. Uh, the Davidoff Master Blend Selection is a limited collection of his finest blends to date. Numbered from 1 to 15, each of the Davidoff Master Blend Selection cigars has its own distinct flavor and intensity. What we have in front of us is selection number 7. Okay. Selection number 7 is a full extremely full-bodied uh cigar maduro wrapper dominican wrapper well maduro colored wrapper dominican wrapper uh binder and fillers are dominican republic as well too um you have notes of uh wood cedar and nuts um with a little bit of oil as well too that's what it is okay it's probably what it is it's a real earthy smell that i couldn't get Mm -hmm. down with but i definitely give this like cedar for it like to the core yeah, yeah. Uh, this 100%. is this is a cigar i'm i ain't gonna bullshit you i'm probably only gonna be able to smoke half of this right i'm gonna have to put the rest away not even that that's a cigar i would definitely take my time with yeah like you know yeah. there are some this brands, is a doozy like for me <laughs> i love palencia cigars like the hexagonos and all that stuff this is legit competition for them okay because they sit side by side on, on a on a shelf right on the other side like you know like what I mean? there's a window there and they can see each other yeah like, <laughs> like they are right yeah. next beside yeah. each other yeah um for you derek i know that you are like new to cigar smoking and stuff like that absolutely we would not give you this hey that's fine because no. this is one it ain't because it's so pricey and all this stuff and i don't, don't want to give you my my expensive shit hell nah <laughs> but the thing is is that we want to give you cigars that's that you can actually tolerate 
mm-hmm. and continue and would like to smoke and won't give you an off-putting taste because you have to build your palate. It's Absolutely. The best way. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. And the best person that can probably teach you that would be Carlos. Hey. Actually, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, and, and you know what? Damn. I still keep forgetting to look for them damn AVA, uh, AVA, AVO um, celebrations. And if I could find some, I definitely got you. I, I don't think they're on the shelves. No, no, no. I, it, it would be something that I would have to look yeah. far and high for. Because I'm pretty sure there's still, somebody still may have a few. They're aged, of course, yeah. at least by a year and a half, yeah. at least. But that joint was phenomenal. It, yeah, that was a good cigar. <laughs> All right. All right, so moving on into the beer. So we're going to give Brian another another shout, shout out. Yeah. Uh, like I said, last weekend, uh, he hit me up, avid listener of the show. He actually shouted us, shouted us out on the last episode on his social media and all that stuff. Um, his biggest thing was like, you know, hey, Drew, love the show. Definitely love the beer and cigar of the week. I got these beers. Um, if you want to come by, I'll give you a couple and, you know, have the boys have at it and do a review. Mm-hmm. So we did one last week uh, from Three Floors Brewing Company. So we got them back again on the table okay. by way of Brian. Um, we So Three Floors Brewing Company is from uh, Munster, uh, Indiana. We have the Zombie Dust, which is a pale ale, 6.5% ABV, 62 IBUs. Um, the description on this is this intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will be one of one's only respite after uh, the zombie apocalypse created with our marvelous <laughs> friends in the comic industry. So the description doesn't really give you much. It's just more so about right. selling the actual label. Best way to say it. Um, but let's go ahead and go into my definition. So I'm going to give you a definition of pale ales, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pale ales are uh, range in color from deep gold to medium amber. Fruity esters can vary from none to moderate. Hop aroma can change from slightly floral to bold and pungent. Expect a good balance of caramel, malt, and expressive hops with a medium body and a mildly bitter bitter finish. Some other great examples of pale ales would be uh, Dale's Pale Ale, Orval, or Old Speckled Hen. Okay. So, for a roundtable discussion, um, let's... I can go first. Let's sure. go first, and then Derek will, will, will bring it back to you. So, here we go. Um, we're going down the road of another beautifully designed beer on the label, right? Uh, one of our rules of thumb here at DNH Island is sometimes the book is, you know, judging a label by, you know. Coming victim of a label. Yes, coming yeah. victim of a label. That's what I was trying to say, but I was stumbling over it several times. Mm-hmm. Although, for it to be a, a pale L. Um, after tasting it, swishing around, when Drew first poured it, the head on the beer was phenomenal. It lasted throughout the entire time of sipping his beer, so that means it was carbonated to perfection, right? Um, the taste on it is hoppy, just like it says in the um, in the description, and six point. You said six point four uh, ABV, six point five, six point five ABV, which is right where you want the the pale L to be. Um, it's a beautiful color in this beer, nice amber kind of color to it. Uh, kind of cloudy a little bit, but I feel like I feel like they hit it on the head with this one. The last one we reviewed from this company wasn't the best, but this one right here is it's much better going forward. I can drink this every day. What do I pair it with? 
Give me some spicy wings and some French fries, man. <laughs> it's gonna be you every week, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no. but the hops of this beer, like I'm, when I'm talking spicy wings, I'm talking like ghost pepper wings type shit. Okay. So that way, mm. the spiciness and the hopness, every time I bite into a chicken wing, I can sip a sip of mm. beer, and therefore it'll cut the spice of it all the way through and through. Um, is this a is this yeah. a game beer? We talking about sports this entire episode? Absolutely, right? I if agree. We go into a tailgate and you open this up. I'm a happy camper if you got this on the back of your truck, mm-hmm. right? Um, zero to five. I give it a solid four for this beer. Okay, a solid four. Um, like I like you said, Drew. They didn't put that much description on the beer behind it, but as far as talking about the hops and the taste profile, the little bit of information that they did give, I feel like if you're going for a pale ale type of drink, this is what you would come up with. Definitely, hundred percent. All right, Derek. So that's pretty much a, an example. Give me what you think of the beer, what you taste um, from there. Tell me what what food you would want to pair it with, mm. and then give it a scale of uh, you know zero to five, and you can do it on a point scale as well too. Sure. Well, um, I'm I'm getting out of my comfort zone when it comes to beer, so you know I'm. You I'm don't a, drink beer. I'm. I'm <laughs> Why is he here again? <laughs> nah. Well, <laughs> if I'm around Drew, I'm gonna drink beer. Oh, that's, okay. All right. That's a guarantee. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm usually. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my my ideal beer is with apple cider and. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Oh no! But okay. no, nah, the beer the beer is great. Um, Just say that live. <laughs> Embarrassing. We're, we're not going to shame him. He's a novice. It's okay. <laughs> shame. Nah, the beer, young, young Padawan over here. Yeah, the, the beer is good though. Um, I don't know the encyclopedia words y'all yeah, use, but um, is is definitely rich. I would say, um, and the 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 label or the name of it definitely goes with it. Um, and you know, it's like you said, it's cloudy, but regardless, it's something I would eat definitely with a steak. Okay. Um, you know, with good spice and all that. Yeah. Um, on a scale to zero through five, I'm gonna go with Carlos on a four. Okay. Excellent. Excellent though. It's a good beer. Yeah. It's a a good review. Yeah. He did pretty well. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Thanks. You can, you can come back. (laughs) Marcel. Um, all right. First off, I want to say that this beer it's actually fucking good to me, right? <laughs> um, first off, you just told me that I can play COD Zombies and drink this beer. Like, hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my man, my man. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> um, but no, so actually this, um, when I first did my untapped account, which is um, I am the real Marcel at untapped. Let me just say that right now. Um, my very first beer that I tried was, um, Bat Squatch by Rogue, right? Uh, it's a New England IPA and it's also a pale ale. And this beer brings back memories of that beer. And I haven't had it since, but dude, let me tell you it. I don't want to say it tastes just like it, but this makes me feel good. This beer makes me feel happy. Um, I hope all beers make you feel happy. They make me feel happy all Not the time. Not all beers make you feel happy. Especially when you drink six of them, seven of them. <laughs> I start to feel very happy. Very happy. <laughs> in, in that case, okay, I get you. But, but um, yeah, so I really do like this beer. Um, I, I appreciate, um, the number one, the color. 
I like the color. I like the the amber color and also the the cloudiness of it. Um, and especially like what Los was saying, um, the the head on it, the head retention is nice. I mean, it's still there. Um, and also too, one thing that I did realize and I noticed that it when it coats the palette, it coats it kind of thick, but then it kind of falls off. But also at the same time, it's dry. If that makes any sense to you. So it kind of makes you want to drink more. Um, but I will say that I would pair this with. I would pair this with some kind of chicken. Um, not I don't want to say anything with some spice. But something with like creamy chicken. So like cream of chicken. Uh, cream of chicken with mushroom or something like that. Ooh, speaking of mushrooms. Um, probably... If I just wanted to do a vegetarian burger, I'd probably do a large portobello as a burger and eat it and, well, drink this beer with that. I feel like the natural spice that you get from the portobello would kind of complement uh, this beer. As far as what I would give this beer, uh, I want to give it a five so bad, but I feel like I need to drink a few more before I can actually give it that five. Um, but I'll give it, I'll give it a 4.5. I'll give it a 4.5. This beer is tits. It is really, yeah, really good. It is. Um, a little bit too malty for my liking, but for this, I would equate this to be a... Not a textbook pale ale because it's a little bit overly hopped, but for me, being now a just complete IPA drinker, I don't go back to pale ales that often. Mm -hmm. um, but pale ales and IPAs are in the same family. IPAs are just more intensely hopped mm -hmm. versus a pale ale. Mm -hmm. But this could easily fall as an IPA because of the hop profile on this beer. I get it. Um, extremely piney mm -hmm. as far as the hops. Um, and the pine makes so much sense. Yeah. The caramel malt that you taste on this is very, it's sweet but subtle, but it mm -hmm. definitely like, it coats the mouth just like, just like how you say it, Marcel. Mm -hmm. Um, nothing, no complaints about this beer. This beer yeah. is an all around beer. This is an everyday beer. This yeah. is any occasion type beer. You know what I mean? It's like, um, I mean, 6.5 6. <laughs> is towing the line, but you know, yeah. fuck it. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> sporting events, grilling, um, sitting oh, at DNH yeah. Island in any shape, form, or fashion. Shower beer before I go to sleep. It, it's, it's a beer for me, you know? Yeah. Um, to pair this, I would pair this with pizza. Yes. Nice. Really? You know? Nice. Ah, the tomato nice. sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I would also do spaghetti. Once again, if you want to do something a little bit more heartier with carbs and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I could see myself doing a charcuterie board, but with extremely sharp. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Charcuterie. Um, <laughs> and extremely, like, but with extremely sharp cheeses, like sharp cheddar. Um, stuff yeah, like that's that. super sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring yeah. back the palate a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, also from there, uh, you can't go wrong with a cliche classic bacon burger you know what i mean mm. um the grease off the burger would definitely go well yeah 100 with this with this liquid well i feel like beef beef period you know would would definitely well no i can't say that a burger a yeah. beef burger yeah. yeah you know um and then just go from there 
Um, if I had to rate this beer out, I would give it a four point five as well too. This this beer is this beer is legit. Yeah, this is a really good beer. Can't can't go wrong with it. It's 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 all it's like you want to give it a five, but you just can't. It's I don't know if it's missing something. I don't think or, it's missing anything. It's too bready for me to give it a five. You think so? Yeah. Okay. It's it. For, I don't. For me, I, I don't know what it is, but I can't bring myself to give it a five. It comes too dangerously. To me, it comes too dangerously close to an IPA or a double IPA. Yeah. For me to give it a five. G- give it. Give it a couple more points. It could be a double IPA. Yeah. On it. On an ABV scale. I give it that. Right. I give it that. Um. It's it's definitely bready. It's chewy mm-hmm. to to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And um. But it falls off though. Yeah, which is crazy. But for me, the the the, the malt bombs and all that stuff sometimes yeah. is, is not not my cup of tea yeah. when I'm looking for hops. No, nah, I get you. Um, but nonetheless, true to style, overly hop though is legit. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, this has been your beer and cigar of the week. Hey. As for your uh, cigar, you have the Davidoff Master Blend Selection, selection number seven, and you have Zombie Dust by Three Floyds Brewing out of Munster, Indiana. Once again, shout out to you, Brian, for recommending us great beer for right. us to try yeah 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 yeah. because the last beer was 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 pretty good too keep them coming sir yeah <laughs> definitely uh and other than to, that i need to stock my shelf this has been your beer and cigar of the week doing one time for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's my right. radio voice i was supposed to do that in the beginning my radio voice i forgot oh, all about sorry. it <laughs> well, well you know what i'm gonna start it now then how about that with that let's go ahead and Close out the show. Oh shit! Oh, God damn. So, well, Derek. At this point, we actually we do a round table, um, cool. and we just pretty much say our alias and stuff like that. For the sake of time, we normally give a final thought, but for this week, for the sake of time, we're just going to cut that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we will say is that we appreciate you for being on the show. Absolutely. You know, we uh, we, we would definitely Facts. would want to welcome you back. Um, you're welcome to come back anytime that you want. Hey. You know what I mean. Um, if you know of any beers that you want to recommend besides Heineken and Stella Artois, you can, <laughs> we'll, we'll give a review on it. Um, other than that, for you being our guest, um, give the listeners uh, a little bit more about yourself, uh, where they can find you, follow you, your social media handles. Oh, wow. Um, well, Instagram is Derek underscore no fame. Uh, Twitter will be underscore Derek Payne. P-A-Y-N-E underscore. Um, I got kicked off Twitter like three times. For- Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Shit. the only one. Nah, uh, for, for, for okay. poking fun at you know Trump supporters or whatever. Oh, Yours, shit. Mine whoa, was whoa, for whoa, music. Whoa. Mine well, was for music. Los, where can the people find you? <laughs> On IG, I am BigLos703, B-I-G underscore L-O-S-703. Um, Twitter is LosJMSense. And I don't want to give y'all my Facebook shit. Marcel? You can find me on IG, Twitter, and Untap at I Am the Real Marcel, and also Get So So Fit on IG. Drew, and for me, I'm not scared. Andrew Dill, D I L L, just like the pickle. You can find me on Facebook, just like that. On Twitter, Instagram, Untap for Beer, Django underscore Nerd, D J N G O underscore N E R D, and then for us for the podcast. Diapers and the Haircuts, the podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, DNH Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, you want to be a part of the show, uh, feature, uh, want to recommend any beers, anything, questions, concerns, comments, constructive criticism, we're here for it. If it's over 140 characters, email us at 
Diapers and Haircuts 2019 at gmail.com. You missed it, but you you did all right. You did all right. It's okay. Diapers and Haircuts 2019 at gmail.com. We appreciate any and everybody who listens to our podcast. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, Like, share, and subscribe us. And until next week, enjoy your week. We appreciate you all for listening to us. Thank you all so much. And until then, peace, love, and crop circles. Do it one time for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love y'all. Enjoy y'all Monday. Peace. Ain't nobody got no final words. Dirk, you got to say something. I got to say something. Yeah, you got. It's say been something. a pleasure, you know, rapping with you guys, man. Y'all got definitely hold it down. Um. Carlos, Marcel, and Drew, I love you to death, man. I appreciate everything you do. I'm about you to do. mute you. No worries. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> gotta show my love for the home team. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I forgot you are staying here for right now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might yeah. not want to. It's all good, man. But yeah, I got to love. got to show my love for everybody, man. We love you. Appreciate Who it. Bye, everybody. more L's? Ja Rule or the Dallas Cowboys? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> man, turn this shit off, man. Fuck. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick L that that I took. A fucking cicada flew and hit me in the fucking ear. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, motherfucker whispered sweet nothings in my ear, dog. You got ear fucked by a cicada. I got pissed on like five times by a cicada yesterday, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard it coming and said, fuck.